0: hello everybody welcome to the tara brunette mindset podcast where we chat all things manifestation mindset dream body and just creating your dream life so welcome dominique to the podcast i'm so excited to have you today you guys um dominique is was a one-on-one client with me and she has had like an incredible journey with food and body and intuitive eating and is now really like this is like her life's work and her mission as well so i'm so excited to dive into this conversation because we've just like had such a great experience and like vibing so well together and and you've just released your holistic body club which i'm gonna get you to chat about today and you can just introduce yourself, tell us um, your story. I guess a big question right now.
1: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, hi. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very, very excited for this. I've been a huge fan of yours, <laughs> truly. <laughs> so I'm, I was very, like, honored to be invited to the podcast. Um, so, yeah, let me, I don't even know where to start, but, like, it's been a very, very long journey um and i think like since i remember the first time i went on a diet or I, like i remember vividly the first time i thought like i'm gonna have this like chocolate and i remember what kind of um, chocolate it was and thinking mm. oh this is the last time i'm having it because then i need to be good with food then i need to like go on a diet and then i need to eat super clean and i was um in high school and i was I think it's high school, is that I don't know what's the equivalent of, of um of it in, in the US or um but yeah, it was about twelve and um I think that was the start of my journey. I very much hated my body. I was very, very self-conscious of especially my midsection. I always wanted abs and I always felt like it was kind of impossible and that was kind of the measurement of if i succeeded or not and yeah i think i tried every kind of diet that i could find i forced myself to go to the gym which i hated and i remember it was like this constant battle with like after work or after school like do I go no I don't want to go oh but you have to go and oh, I don't want and like this constant battle for like I don't know up to an hour until mm-hmm. I was like okay I either go or not but it was taking up so much mental space yeah <laughs> and yeah you probably know exactly what I'm talking about and and then I also remember vividly this need to kind of obsessively step on the scale um, I would go like uh, the, uh, as soon as I would wake up, I would step on the scale, take a mental note of the weight I was. And then I would go to the toilet for number two, just to make sure that I would drop a few grams. And then I would step mm-hmm. on the scale again. And when I think back, it's like it's like horrific. Like, how could I have done this to myself? And then I would do the same over the day. Like I would step on the scale again at night and when I went back home and just be like horrified every time I stepped on it. And just like these feelings of a mixture of frustration, of I wasn't good enough today, like I I didn't do enough, like I ate too much. And, yeah, that kind of continued for for well into my 20s and even Mm – probably late 20s. And I remember then when I found you. And I, (laughs) I don't know, like, what, like, I was on Pinterest. That's the only thing I remember. And I remember I clicked on a post, and it was linked to your podcast. And I read or I listened to one of your episodes, and I can't even remember which one it was. But it was just like, I don't know, the heavens had opened, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like the angels were singing and <laughs> I don't know what, but um, it was like the solution to everything I've been looking for. Like it was the first time I realized that I didn't actually have to like kind of be that hard on myself. And I I then went on that was actually before, sorry, like this is my brain. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, I, I went down like a body positivity like kind of journey loop. I call it a loop because it was like kind of a detour. And I completely misunderstood it what, what it was because I was still in the diet mentality, but I told myself, like, I'm just gonna pretend like I love myself. Mm-hmm. I'm just <laughs> And now because I felt like it was shameful, it was not allowed when you were like pretending that you loved yourself, that you still wanted to change that you still wanted to have some results, I was kind of stuck. And I think you speak about that as well, like being stuck between um, this idea that you you can't love yourself and still want change. And that created like a lot of shame for myself. And I think for three years, like, it got even worse, to be honest, because I was then, like, pretending I was fine. I didn't exercise at all, not moved my body at all, because I was like, why would I? Like, the only reason I did move my body was because I didn't like it. I didn't like the way it looked, and I thought I had to lose weight. Yeah. Um, And the same with food. I was like, you know, whatever. Like, whatever. I'll just eat what I can get my hands on. and I don't want to say necessarily that I was, I was never diagnosed with any um, disordered eating or or eating disorders, but I still had like strong um, habits of trying to be good, not eating at all. And then when I was overwhelmed or like an emotion that I didn't want to feel, then I would just like go through the whole cupboard, and mm-hmm. just eat whatever I could get my hands on. Um, And that continued when I was like, because I mean, now there was no point in trying to be good. um, But I still like felt really ashamed of the way I was eating, and all the crap I was eating. Um, And sometimes even driving at the gas station at 9pm at night, just because I needed it like a sugar hit. Um, Oh, yeah. That was, uh, yeah, that was not that much fun, to be honest. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my God. I've
0: had many, many times where I would like hit up three different, like the grocery store. And then I would go across the street to like the drugstore, And then I would like stop at the gas station. So I, cause I didn't want to buy everything from one checkout person. Cause I was so ashamed. And like, I would eat it all and went on the, like basically on the way home and like finish. It was like, so sad, so sad
1: yeah I think sad is like the the exact word to describe it because now when I look back at the person I was like I can I feel so much compassion and so much much like grief or sadness because I'm like oh like I wish you knew what I knew uh, what I know now Mm -hmm. um and I I always felt so like there was something wrong with me or like I was broken or my body was broken which is honestly just sad as well Hmm. And isn't it like so interesting how
0: I had the exact same loop with like the body positive industry and like I did really like begin to genuinely love myself at my highest weight and I was feeling genuine love and that really like was a powerful shift for me but it's the same thing where there was so much shame around still desiring to change and like see different a different result in my body and like then it was like because we're in shame we're like kind of isolating and thinking like we're the only ones like oh what's wrong with us that like we can't just love ourselves and and the exactly the way we are and the thing is like you can fully and completely love yourself and still desire to feel better in your body and i i think like it's so important that people don't feel ashamed around that like it's not I think it kind of got misconstrued along the way. It's like the body positive industry should be more against like the dieting, the restriction, the hating yourself and all of that. But if you're like genuinely loving yourself and treating your body with respect and love and nourishment and tuning in and all those things, like that is also loving, but it's so interesting because kind of how you explain and then you're like, well, it doesn't matter. And then in turn, you weren't actually like loving your body. You weren't like you weren't moving it you weren't like respecting it with food and like it's so it's just such an interesting (laughs) loop that our brains go on you know
1: yeah absolutely and I think the body positivity I mean it has a really good um like underlying teaching and I think the part where it's about loving your body is like so important and I even want to say that it's kind of it's the it's needed like it's necessary to love your body so you can change it's not different like it's not one or the other but they're actually the same thing and if you want holistic results and change like self-love is like kind of a of a a non-negotiable and um for me i completely misunderstood and i I'm kind of wondering like if it was just my brain but like it happened to you too and I imagine it happens to other people too to just like think that um you can't thrive for growth or or change or transformation or whatever it is on your journey and it becomes such a a taboo kind of that Mm -hmm. makes sense yeah yeah
0: and I also I just wanted to touch on like the power that the scale had over you because i think so many people have experienced that and felt that and oh i just like it's so crazy that we give this like little metal stupid box <laughs> so much power over our days yeah. and our energy and our mood and how we feel about ourselves and our worthiness and like it's just this number but like i remember i was just so fixated and attached to was feeling horrific in my body as long as the number was going down and like completely miserable and depressed like it's just wild what like how much that scale like our society has been given so much power.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I, I remember it used to like define how I would feel or like what mood I would be in for the rest of the day like mm-hmm. either I w- and I had this kind of mark in my head of a weight I wanted to reach um and then I would be happy which is like just a lie to be honest Mm -hmm. Um, but I remember it would like define if I would have a good day or a bad day like either I was like um happy with the number I saw which rarely happened um or I was just like depressed and frustrated and then I was like I don't know what I'm doing here like you know it's not worth it anyway um and I'd be so, like, so negative towards myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so
0: backwards. Like, we just get it so wrong on, on the whole scale thing. Like, oh, and that's like why I feel like both of us have now dove into this work so fully is because, like, you, it's your, yeah, it should be like how you genuinely feel in your body first <laughs> before that is like creating, you know, cultivating the how you're feeling throughout the day, not like what's some random, number
1: of things yeah absolutely (laughs) and and i think that it's also linked um i don't know if you experienced that as well but it's linked to fear if if i feel good now in my body then there's no drive to change anymore Mm -hmm. like there's no like few anymore like if I don't hate myself or I don't shame myself then I won't have the the necessary like kind of motivation to to get going which is like completely wrong because it's when you accept and you feel good in your body and you enjoy your body and you enjoy life that you know you you naturally feel um called to do the things that you know make you feel even better not the other way around yeah yeah that is
0: such a huge thing and I talk about this so much and like nobody loves nobody wants to like find acceptance and love for their current body they're like I'll be happy when I'll be happy when and I get it because like and we have both been there um but like the only thing keeping you from your dream body is all of this resistance all this hatred all this dissatisfaction and when you actually release that that's when that is like literally the premise of probably everything we both teach is like then it becomes effortless then it becomes easy then it becomes normal and natural for you to live in your dream body and it doesn't have to be hard it's just like right now you're fighting against all of this resistance so yeah, acceptance is huge
1: yeah absolutely and i think that was like a very tricky piece of the puzzle and i think i i you definitely helped me see that and not only see that because like you know i i don't know if you did that too but like i tried to trick myself <laughs> yeah. into believing that i accepted and i love myself which i got like I always tell my, like my clients, like you cannot fake energy, but I truly try to kind of like fake myself into it, but that's not how it actually works. Like you really have to feel genuine um, acceptance for yeah. your body and where you're at. Yeah. If it's like, okay, I'm going to accept myself so that I lose
0: weight. It's not genuine. acceptance.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Then that's a, that's a tricky one. That's a yeah. I yeah, I definitely did that or tried that, but it didn't really work.
0: <laughs> yeah. So then what started to kind of change for you as you started diving into like the manifestation stuff and tell me about that.
1: Yeah. Um I kind of knew that you know that I was like further away from having a good relationship with my body or like having the body that I wanted than ever and I, I I still think that it's the guides or the universe or spirits, however you want to call it, that led me to find your work. And I ended up on your podcast um, and listened to one of the episodes and it was like kind of what I was looking for forever. Um, things finally made sense. It, I finally understood why I was like getting nowhere. And I kind of started to notice where i had misunderstood a lot of things um and i then binge watched your or uh, binge listened to your podcast <laughs> <laughs> i um signed up for your membership and i want to say that's like kind of the start of of the then real journey because that's when I started to understand that it was like we talked about it's more about accepting yourself feeling good now and overcoming my the resistance and all these triggers and these emotions so I started to kind of look at it more from a perspective of okay what can I do to feel good now um and try to break all these patterns of oh I've eaten chocolate now I need to go exercise or like you know all these kind of um behaviors that you know or habits that we have um like I had to really um practice and and learn to to break them so I could find yeah more love more respect for for my own body and I think I was lucky In the same because I was training or I I became a a life coach. So I was certified then in in different techniques like, like NLP, hypnosis. So I already kind of knew that or knew how to use these tools on myself or others. So I then kind of started to kind of practice and try out different things. And... I really loved it. Like I read every book you recommended, and I really <laughs> tried to kind of submerge myself into this new, this new perspective, if that's what mm-hmm. we want to call it. And I knew that I had to reprogram my mind. So I had, I knew I had to kind of listen and re-listen and really kind of drown myself in that new knowledge and kick out all of the old stuff. So I started to really um, unfollow all these, you know, fitness accounts that, you know, speak about no pain, no gain. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is like really icky when I say it now, like th- this mentality of no pain, no gain is ugh. Um, yeah, but I was so into that, like, and I really had to kind of unfollow everything that was not aligned anymore. Because I mean, I, I knew it on um on um intellectual level that it was true, but my subconscious mind and still had to catch up on. and like I still had to embody it if that makes sense. And, mm. and oh, sorry. no, go ahead. I was just gonna in, I interrupt you because those that are
0: listening, it's so important to go through your Instagram or whatever you scroll on, feed and unfollow, mute, whatever you need to do, these people because, i you don't really realize how you're bringing this energy like into your space into your home like you could be sitting in your bedroom whatever feeling good feeling happy whatever you open instagram and all of a sudden there's this thing right in your face of like a before and after or i'm like okay we could talk about before and after so that's another topic but <laughs> um because i have shared those and still do And anyway that's another we can go there but um something in you that makes you feel like Ooh, I'm not good enough i i need to do this i need to do that and it's like you are you're like zoning out when you're scrolling and you're literally programming your subconscious with like what you're seeing and it's really influences your energy and i i didn't realize this really until the whole covid thing when i would be like feeling okay and like okay i'm i'm safe i'm good and then i would open instagram and it'd be like fear like all of horrible things and I was like all of a sudden I'm like Mm -hmm. sitting in my bedroom where I'm safe and like I'm okay and all of a sudden I'm not okay and I'm feeling very fearful and scared and I just it really hit me in a whole new way how much like we're allowing these devices to like influence our energy influence our mindset influence how we're seeing our bodies and how we're feeling and yeah I just wanted to like touch on that because I think it's so important when you are on this journey and you're trying to get out of the dieting mentality to like get Mm -hmm. away from those people that are preaching because they can be very convincing and very alluring yeah and when you're in the beginning of your journey you need to like really put your blinders on because it's like it's hard to escape kind of at the beginning that mentality that is so rampant everywhere
1: you look yeah absolutely and i think for me the beginning was like crucial to kind of get away from all of that and it was even in like day-to-day life um you know when you you know people speak to you or like they say something about food or whatever like I really had to train myself to be like okay subconscious mind don't believe it um Mm -hmm. that's not true because like you like if you if you want to have a new mindset then you really need to be particular and make sure that nothing you know gets in that you don't want getting in. And I remember in the beginning when I was still very, like I was I was training a new mindset. At the same time, my boyfriend um, had a different mindset. And it started to trigger me so much, you know, when he'd say, Oh, I need to exercise, I had chocolate and whatever. And he's like, mm-hmm. he's one of those guys that like, he he decides to train and he loses, I don't know, three, five kilos in like two days. (laughs) And like, he's always super lean and strong, but like he, he still has that mindset because he, you know, it's just his story, but I was so triggered and I used to get really upset and I really had to kind of release these emotions and those triggers and just tell myself, okay, this is his beliefs. This is his mindset they're not yours. You don't believe that you have another, but I really had to kind of remind myself, like, this is not true for me. It's all good. He's allowed to believe what he wants, but it doesn't mean that you have to believe it too. Yeah, that is such an important point, and um, that's what I tell people
0: too. Who ask like a lot of people ask me that question, like, "What do I do if my boyfriend, my partner, or my parents or whatever?" And it's like, you really have to like put on those blinders and be like, that is their reality that, it, or sorry, that is their beliefs that are shaping their reality, and that's absolutely true for them, and that's fine. But like, it doesn't have to be true for you. And it's like, I'm creating my own beliefs, which is then creating my own reality, and like. I, I had the same problem, like working at a gym, being a trainer around the people all day long who want to lose weight or talking about their diets or whatever. I really had to be like, okay that's not what I'm subscribing to. Like I'm unsubscribing, sometimes that's not where I'm going. And it was really hard at the beginning because I would have clients come in and they'd be like, oh my God, I just lost 25 pounds on this, like taking HCG or some stupid fucking thing. (laughs) And I would be like, oh, I would be tempted. Like I would like be like, oh, like I want that. And then I was like, no, no, no. I want food freedom and my dream body for the rest of my life. And thank God I like held strong to that because that changed my entire life. So yeah, thank you for bringing that up. I forget where we were
1: before I interrupted you.
0: Oh, yeah, you or you were like going through your feed and yeah, there. yeah, I'm
1: following everyone. And, and then I, I really listened to everything that I could that was in that same mindset. And eventually, and it wasn't that long ago, I was like, oh, there's just like one piece of the puzzle missing. And I couldn't really put my finger on what it was and i reached out to you because you were doing um whatsapp or um voxer coaching sorry and it was like the best decision ever um and i think it was what really i had gone so far already um just by joining your membership and by listening to the podcast and just like really read your emails and be on your um, instagram but i like this month with you was really what kind of like it was the last puzzle piece like i I always think it's like puzzles and they need to like fit together and then that was really the last piece because i I, I don't, like it was I remember I told you and I was like I feel like I I don't know like I need to come up with problems because like I I booked this month with you and like you already resolved so many things and you were like oh dom that's kind of the goal isn't it like that you shift fast and I was like oh yeah yeah that's right that, and it truly was like I um that was a the moment I was like I have unwavering faith in my own body I respect my body um I love it the way it is um and yeah it was truly the last piece and I think my life has been so different now Oh, I just got goosebumps and I love that so much and um
0: yeah okay I'd love if you okay because I remember the day where you, and it's so funny because I just really don't feel like I can even take credit because Dom was just like like I it just it just clicked and she just explained it to me and I was like I don't even know like, how I I helped with that but I but that's awesome but you just like all you just had this like drastic Shift in like four days in, and you're like, yeah, I just get it, and and you just got it, and it was like, I would love if you explained it to everyone because it was just like really cool what you experienced there.
1: Yeah, um, but first of all, I think like you can take credit because I truly believe that it's about your energy, and sometimes it's just being the in the energy of someone, um, and you just like you give a little flick, and then they just like like it's a snowball, and then you're like, oh yeah, like. And I truly believe that it was your energy Um, and being in your energy that really helped me kind of uncover. And I think this is an interesting belief that I had forever that shifted like so much. And it was um, this belief that no matter what I do, like nothing changes. Like I can go on this crazy diet, nothing changes. I can exercise every day, nothing changes. But also I can do as much like mindset work as I want, like nothing physically changes. And I being aware and doing being a coach myself, like I knew that 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 was a belief and it wasn't serving me. And what I came to realize is if we think of the the theory of manifestation or the love attraction where you have to be in the future result now because there's no future no past no like there's just a present and it's like it's all happening at the same time accordingly i am already in my dream body in my like manifesting and um like holistic body and In that case, that meant that having that belief that nothing changes was actually exactly what I needed. Because when I do have my dream body, which I have now, I wanted to stay like this, whatever I do. You know, no matter how many cookies I eat, no matter how much fondue I eat, and like no matter how much or how little I exercise or what I do, like I want my body to just be the way it is without me having to try and that simple shift was like yeah it changed everything to be honest it just like unlocked yeah it was so cool and i love when
0: something like that happens because i think it's so powerful to like we can totally completely change beliefs and that can take a bit of efforting but when you can keep the same belief and just all of a sudden make it a really good thing it like it's like this one simple perspective shift that can literally change your entire life. And you didn't even have to do any mantras or whatever, like to have that. It was just like this, you just like almost turned it around and saw it another way. And it was like, whoa, OK, yeah. this is working for me.
1: Absolutely. And I mean, until then, I was pretty much like a believer of, oh, you need to shift beliefs, like you need to release them and then you need to adopt new ones or reprogram new ones. But it was the first time and I can't remember I know there's a coach like someone famous and I can't remember who who really kind of more thinks of like shifting the perspective like keeping the belief but turning it into something that is actually serving you like I did in that case and it was like yeah it was mind-blowing it was incredible and I yeah, like it it just happened and I didn't even have to try. Like I didn't have to do any EFT and I love EFT. And sometimes I agree that we need like some kind of other tool, but sometimes just the aha moment is like an explosion and it changes everything. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you can totally use EFT and like all those things. And obviously I love it too. And But yeah, when you can just flip, uh, you can see it in a way that you've never seen it and you can never unsee it, then it's like, everything yeah. changes. You just can't go back, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I Absolutely. love that. <laughs> so now, like what, okay, so I guess what's a good question. Like, what are your favorite kind of tips and tools for people in terms of dream body? Because you have your own teachings, like yeah. what is your favorite way to kind of like help people through this journey?
1: Okay. Um, I have different ones and I think one I really like to teach because I'm also a yoga teacher it's all the nervous system regulation because the this fact that we're every day worrying about um, the scale our weight our bodies how it looks what we should eat what we should not eat how much we should exercise that's a lot of stress on the nervous system and it can really look like danger to the body and we know that people or that bodies hold on to weight to protect and especially if we're stressed, the body's like, oh, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm about to die. I'm about to get no food. And um, really retraining the body and the nervous system to actually be, feel safe is for me like a huge win and a huge change and a huge part of the the process. So that's something I, I use a lot with different techniques whether it's um, in my case with yoga or I have different um, movement practices that you can do. One that's really nice is just the shaking, like where you just really shake your body from like head to toes um, to kind of move the energy. That's one that's really nice to do that you can like easily do whenever and wherever, even if you're at work, you can just go to the toilet and then, you know, just really shake to move the energy. That's something that's really nice. Um, And I know that's not everyone's like jam, but I really appreciate like cold showers or cold plunges to reset the system. I know that's Mm -hmm. not everyone's cup of tea, but I I really enjoy it. But there's also many other tools that you can use. But I think working with the nervous system is something that I find very valuable on this journey.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. And I I feel like my body changed so much when I stopped doing crazy high intensity workouts because and and like I was in constant stress, like stress over food, stress over workouts, stress mm-hmm. over my steps, stress over the what and then I would go and do this high intensity. It's so funny because you said earlier about the trainers, like no pain, no gain. And I just cringe sometimes. I look back <laughs> at the workouts that I used to take people through at boot camp yeah. that were like literally, I was like spiking their cortisol to insane levels and putting their bodies through so much stress and soreness. And I'm like, I'm so sorry, you guys, like, I'm just looking back at some of my workouts and I'm like, I cannot believe that I used to do those. And I think there is a time and a place and I still do love high intensity workouts, but like doing them every day is like not the vibe and it's not good for your body. It's not good for your, like your cortisol levels. And um, Mm -hmm. yeah, I feel, I feel a bit like. I want to send out a public apology to everyone that ever came to my (laughs) bootcamp every single day. I'm like, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, but, you know, like at the time, that's what they wanted and that's what they needed. And, you know, they probably wouldn't have wanted anything else. And I always believe that, you know, everything happens in the way that it is meant to happen. And I mean, there's a reason why we had to go through the struggles, because otherwise we wouldn't be able to teach it the way we are teaching it to people now. Yeah, it's so true. Um I'm trying to think of some more
0: good questions that I can ask. Like what is Okay, so what's kind of your life like now that you are just free from food body struggle like what's the what are the
1: differences that you notice the most that you love the most? Okay. Way? Um and I have a few funny ones. Um and I think I messaged you about one of them. Um but the first is like I haven't stepped on a scale since I don't know how long like probably the last time I was at the doctor and the even like more shocking thing to me because it's still like I'm still amazed when I look back it it feels so normal now because this is like I believe my true self the past was like more the not true self Um, but that you know when I do step on the scale because the doctor makes me I'm like you know whatever like I, I genuinely don't care at all Mm -hmm. so that's one of the first things um and then my food habits are so different like I I'm not going to say I never overeat because I love food and I think that's I mean food is amazing but like I overeat because I genuinely love the food and not because you know some kind of conditioning or because I'm binging or whatever like I I most of the time just eat to a point where I'm comfortable. I eat when I'm hungry. I'm I'm lucky, or I'm, uh, yeah, I'm lucky to say that I work from home, and I'm working for myself, so I can like time the 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 meals how I want them. So sometimes I you know have breakfast at eight. Sometimes I have at ten, depending on when I'm getting hungry. Same with lunch and same with dinner. I just eat when I'm actually hungry, rather than you know sticking to a schedule of, you know, breakfast at 8, lunch at yeah. 12, and, you know, these kind of rules, and, and I think in a way it's easy maybe for me because I work from home, so I can really just, you know, eat whenever I'm hungry. I have zero, and I think this is one I'm really proud of, is I have zero guilt or whatsoever um, or shame when I have snacks like I just eat whatever I want in an amount that makes me feel good I can have and that would have never happened in the past you know like you have your favorite sweets like the ones that you cannot control yourself around like Mm -hmm. I had to have them in the cupboard for a week or two weeks and completely forget about them which would have never, like I wouldn't have been able to go to bed thinking that you know there's still some cookies left or some chocolate left Um, that would have never happened and now I'm just like you know
0: whatever yeah, you
1: need them whatever you want oh my god yeah, yeah freedom the freedom like yeah absolutely um yeah. sometimes I really crave or a really fancy I don't know a certain type of chocolate or whatever and I have one piece and I'm like oh that's enough that was actually a bit too sweet like it was nice but it's okay um and that would have never happened in the past as well like I would have just finished <laughs> the whole box if yeah I had it and one of the funnier thing which I think is funny but like I fruit, which would have never ever happened in the past <laughs> and I found myself going to the shops to get um some um clementines or mandarins I can't remember um and I was like isn't this hilarious I used to do those runs at night being ashamed for you know buying all the chocolate and chips and now I'm driving to the shops because I really want like <laughs> fruit yeah
0: oh I love that and like honestly it's like such a good example of what food freedom looks like and I think some people I mean obviously if you're listening to the podcast you guys probably understand but like when people first discover intuitive eating they think it's like oh it's just a free-for-all and I just eat anything all the time and like you totally can but when you're actually like tuned into your body and what feels good, like you don't actually want to be totally stuffed and eat all the chocolate and feel sick and sluggish and all those things. It's like you will genuinely – it takes away the need for any form of willpower because mm-hmm. you just are genuinely tuned into what feels best in your body and like you're going to be going to the store for oranges instead of <laughs> chocolate probably.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And yeah, it's, it's, it's this – it's listening to what your body actually desires, rather than just following blindly these cravings or these urges that are, I think, not the true self, but like all the conditionings and all the fears and the restrictions and the diets, like it's not what the body actually needs. And Mm -hmm. I think that's what this journey has given me is the ability to tune into my own body. And I do this practice of um you know just when I have something that comes up physically um a signal that's what I call like a symptom you know like maybe I have tummy ache or I don't know I had my legs that were so sore um and I do this practice where I just like tune into my body I put my hand on the body part and I'm like what is it that you need like how can I help you how can I support this and I instantly know what to do sometimes it's truly random um but then i take action and it usually like goes away without i love that
0: yeah that is like the number one thing that i tell people all the time it's like anytime and i totally agree like the overeating and all those things it's all come from the conditioning the restriction mindset the dieting mentality the i'm so bad i need to get this all out of the house before Mm -hmm. if i don't eat it again it's like if you actually had unlimited gave yourself unconditional permission to eat all the time at any time and that's what happened to me like with ice cream like i started eating ice cream for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And I lasted like breakfast and lunch (laughs) for one day because I was like, oh, and I also ate it without distractions. And I was like, this literally doesn't even taste good. How was I eating like two liters of this at a time before? Yeah. Um, Yeah. When you're actually and like, how do you so because I think one of the hardest parts of the intuitive eating kind of process is For so long, we've been disconnected from our bodies and we're like using food to cope or numb out or just like push down emotions, or at least I was. So how do you kind of move through those periods of like stress and like being safe to feel through your
1: emotions? I think that's a part of the journey that requires, and I don't like to use the word work, but it, it, it requires... Yeah, I think work is the only way that I can describe describe it. I don't like it because work is like attached to effort and it doesn't have to be. But that's where I think we have to start to feel things. For me, it was a lot of allowing myself to feel what I didn't want to feel, what I covered up with food. It was really tuning into my nervous system, getting back to, okay, how do I feel? What do I need? allowing myself to be vulnerable, even if it was just with myself, because these emotions, like we all know they're uncomfortable, whether, you know, it's grief, sadness or shame or frustration, they're very uncomfortable, but kind of getting comfortable, even if it's not and knowing that eventually it will ease, it will get easier. It was also a lot of, of tuning back into myself um, what I needed, and honestly, also a lot of EFT, mm-hmm. like really, when they come up, um, and I think I I told that to you when we did a, a podcast interview with you on my podcast, you know, about EFT, is that I I had trained in EFT, but I I was like a bit, you know, meh, you know, whatever, and then I found it again through you, and I was like, oh. <gasps> <laughs> this is not like, this is honestly, um, and now I like walk around (laughs) the street, (laughs) shops tapping and everyone's like, what the heck is she doing? I love it so much now. And I think that was really helpful, but it was also retraining. Like it was retraining my, my thoughts and my habits, you know, like you feel shitty and the first reaction or the trained reaction is to reach for food or go exercise because you feel fat or, you know, ugly, but to really tell yourself, wait a moment, we, we discover that it's not working. Um, And really, like, I really had to talk to myself and be like, wait a minute, I know you don't feel good. And I know you want to do this. But we know that this is not helpful. Like, what can you do that is actually aligned that will make you feel better without having to be these extremes that are not working. So really kind Mm -hmm. of changing the the perspectives and and the habits and then it's it's practice I mean it's it's habits that we probably I mean for me it was habits that I had for I don't know I want to say 15 20 years Mm -hmm. um and it's gonna take practice and we're gonna have step backs and I don't want to call them mistakes but you know at some point you're going to still reach for the food to numb your emotions but then just knowing that it's okay you know it's a normal part of journey and it doesn't mean anything yeah
0: yeah that's huge it's like it's not really the reaching for the food and eating it like that will happen it's more so what we do after where we're like oh my god now I'm gonna gain weight now I'm this now I'm that. it's like actually it's okay you just ate (laughs) something you needed a little soothing and that's okay and like probably could recognize that it didn't genuinely make you feel better and probably next time you'll make a different choice and but like usually we go straight into unconsciousness and we start beating ourselves up instead of just actually making that connection of like oh that didn't help that didn't feel good probably won't do that next time just because it didn't work
1: (laughs) yeah absolutely and I, i mean i think that's the other step like you mentioned the okay you did it like you 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 went through a crazy gym sh- session because you you felt not good in your skin or or you had a binge but just like breaking the cycle whenever you can and be like wait a minute like it's okay i can do better next time what can i do that is completely you know different than what i normally do now like you can still catch yourself like nothing is lost like it's it's not an all or nothing it's you still have a chance to make different choices and it's about that moment you, you you decide to do something out of compassion rather than, than force or, or frustration. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad you
0: said that because that's such a common thing in our dieting mindsets of like, I ruined this whole day and now I'm just going to like, it's all over now. And it's like, that is literally what keeps us so stuck is like this idea of like, Days or weeks or months where we're like, oh, I ruined it. I'll start again next month or whatever. It's like, no. Every moment is a new moment. Every moment is a new opportunity to like think differently and love yourself. And like, when you can start living moment to moment instead of day to day or hour to hour or whatever, everything changes. Because and that was such a huge thing for me that I didn't even realize like the momentum with manifestation and all of the changes that we make in our lives is everything. And like. What we do is we allow a lot of momentum to build when we do something bad or wrong and we're like oh my god it's mm-hmm. all over but when we do something good or and we just like let that carry us away instead of being like this is a new moment now how am i reacting and responding to this and how can i like view this differently and like that changes that literally changes everything And <laughs> like it's such a powerful thing and i also wanted to touch on what you said about like being safe to kind of like move through and feel your emotions and the uncomfortable ones. And that was a huge part of my journey as well. And like something that like blew my mind, I heard it on a podcast and it was Brooke Castillo and she's like, you can, she said something about like you can handle or you are like safe to feel all your emotions and I was like whoa like I think in my mind before that I really had this feeling the anxiety felt so strong that I like thought I was gonna die if I like allowed myself to fully feel it, like subconsciously Mm -hmm. and that's why I would always binge before I ever could let it dissipate because I didn't think I could handle it and it would just keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger but that's not actually what happens with your emotions when you Feel when you allow them and process them and don't resist them, they just move right through you. And Absolutely. It's, it takes some practice, but yes, you will feel so powerful instead of always ha- feeling like.
1: You're turning to food and you can't handle it. It's like you actually can. You're equipped to handle them. Absolutely, and I think you know, like the body is built that way. I mean, it's 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 a survival instinct. You know, like when you feel the fear, the body doesn't know that it's just a meal that you're scared of or or excess weight. The body thinks that you're actually physically in danger. And you said, like, I was scared that I was going to die. I had the exact same feeling. I was like it, I feel like I'm dying right now if I feel my emotions, but that's actually the survival mechanism of the body that, you know, makes you feel, but actually when you consciously know that and you can be like, okay, I consciously know that this will pass within, and I, I think there's a study, but I can't remember what the exact number is, but like, it's a few seconds. If oh, really? If you feel it, like it, it just moves through you in a matter of, of seconds, but we, we, most people don't know that so you make it this huge thing um and then they're repressed and they get heavier and stronger and eventually it feels like you can't do it like you can't let yourself feel it because you're actually gonna die but you cannot die from your emotions that's not possible
0: (laughs) i never knew that it was only a few seconds that's like really powerful to know i remember like one time just like just getting present because like our emotions are typically stemming from our thoughts. Like it's not usually something in our actual reality. It's like, we're mm-hmm. thinking about the future or we're thinking about the past or whatever. And we're activating this within us. And I remember one time, like I was just so anxious and I I just like sat down and I was like, I'm in my house, in my bed, watching TV. Like, <laughs> like, like <laughs> in this actual moment, there was literally nothing that is could i could possibly be anxious about and it was like just my mind like coming up with all these like things to worry about or stress about or whatever and I, it really like brought me back and made me realize like whoa like I, I could be sitting here being so happy and excited that i'm all cozy in my bed and watching a show but i'm sitting here in like extreme anxiety for literally no reason it was such an interesting yeah. like thing that changed changed things for me when i was like okay like our mind is like very powerful but we can use that to our advantage as well
1: yeah because I mean that's the the other thing like the body and the mind don't actually know um that it's not real to the body and the mind whatever you're thinking that's the the thing about visualization that you do as well is that like the body and the mind, they don't know the difference. Like you can just dream about something or think about something or, or visualize something. And to the body or the mind, it will be it will be reality that you know that you can't make the difference. So when we feel the anxiety, and I had that so many times and I you I know mean, I still experience it sometimes now. I just have better tools to to release and work through them, but it is very real to a huge part of us. Mhm. Um
0: so the other thing is I really wanted you to share with about um your new offer at the holistic body club. Tell us all about it. It just launched today,
1: right? Yes, absolutely. Um yes, that's my life's work. It's my my heart and soul. And I've been kind of stumbling into that topic it was always something that was very, very personal because I mean, it's my journey. It's my life. It's what I've experienced for years. And I was very passionate about it, but I was also very scared and insecure about, you know, going down that road. But for whatever reason, (laughs) life put on my journey, a lot of coaching clients that all wanted to speak about it and that wanted my help with it. And I was like, okay, okay (laughs) Um, and I kind of like was led to the inevitable like that this is what I'm meant to do so I opened up uh, my club the Holistic Body Club and it's really this safe space that I wish I had when I you know when I was doing all these things and have all these worry and stresses where people or women it's it's really just for women because I think this I know that men probably struggle with it too in a different way but I really wanted it to be a safe space for women with um, a course that is six modules and then monthly resources to really guide women to have everything that I have now this freedom to eat how much and whatever I want to feel good in my body to feel free to enjoy moving and to love my body and respect my body and I am so excited it was really sweat and tears to open (laughs) Um, it was a lot of work but I'm very excited to have people join because I truly believe that it is going to to change people's lives and I'm very yeah I don't know I'm just excited I'm very excited and I said to you in the beginning before we started that like I'm very emotional as well because it was like I'm proud and it was like a challenge at times like I I still had to work through my own emotions at times and you know like I it was a lot of work I'm tired like it was everything's all the feelings at the same time but it's good Mm hmm. I'll definitely link that in the show notes. And
0: I'm so excited to just like watch you continue on. And I'm seeing I'm totally like seeing you also like step into your power. And it's so exciting because more people need to be talking about this. And like, I love that our messages are like so aligned and like you just totally get it. And it's amazing to keep spreading it. And is there anything else you would like to leave our listeners with?
1: um I just want to join on what you said like I truly believe that this work is important because I see so many women and it breaks my heart it breaks my heart when I think about younger me it breaks my heart when I see all these women and no matter what their age but you know like they struggle and they they feel ashamed they feel frustrated and the The fitness and diet culture is not helping at all, even. It's even making it worse. And I think it's important that this message gets out there. There's another way, there's a way where you can trust and listen to your body, and it will get you so much further than than what you actually are doing now and what you think is working so I really hope that you know some women and you know I don't even mind if they they're new or someone else like it it doesn't matter it truly doesn't matter who they see or like who they they want to work with as long as they find the path to accepting themselves and and for me it was like getting my life back you know to To have, I mean, you wouldn't imagine the amount of hours probably I spent worrying and like using up mental space when I could have just, you know, be focusing on on things that are much more important. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Yeah, that's how I feel too. Like, I think because
0: we've both been there and we both really get it, and it's just like there is such there is like such a different life available to anyone who is struggling with food and body and having it being like taking over their life, like you can have complete freedom and and live a completely different life that is filled with like so much joy and confidence and peace and happiness around your body. And I think about it all the time because same as you, like it just consumed like 99% of my entire life and day. And, and mm-hmm. I just like stop and I'm like, wow, like I like my body just doesn't even really cross my mind anymore. And food is yeah. so, so irrelevant. It's just like such a, such a life that everyone deserves to live so
1: absolutely that's that's exactly everyone deserves that and yeah I really hope that the women that need it or that you know are ready for this kind of work will be automatically led to it because it will be (laughs) life-changing Mm-hmm. A thousand percent. Well, thank you so much for coming on, and I will
0: link your website and the Holistic Body Club and your Instagram, and people can follow you. And um, thank you so much. This was such a good conversation.
1: Well, thank you. I absolutely love jamming with you, it's so much fun. So, having someone that you know gets you, and I think that's one of the things like I found when I found you, I found someone that oh, I have someone that gets me because like everyone's not in this mindset. And like it was truly like having someone that sees me that understands me was like, yeah, was beautiful. so Aww, I, thank I you.
0: <laughs> yay. <laughs>